Welcome to Raising Vibrant Kids. I'm your host, Rachel Blair. I hope that you'll join me on this podcasting adventure as we have deep conversations about raising vibrant kids. How can we raise children who are happy, healthy, authentic to themselves, and able to listen to their inner voices? And I truly believe that that's only possible when the parent is also vibrant, happy, and healthy. So this podcast is not only about your children, it's also about you. Let's dive in. Today's episode is sponsored by Electric Ideas. In episode 11, Whitney Baker showed us how to reclaim our sense of self during motherhood. And I am really excited to announce that she is offering a mastermind this fall called Electric Opening. She says Electric Opening is the perfect, playful, communal space to flip the script and create space for fresh possibilities in your everyday life. You are worthy of nurturing your identity outside of your work and caregiving roles. She wants to help women and especially mothers live on purpose, carve out time for their own personal development, and create a roadmap to stepping in to your next best version of yourself. Whitney is currently offering free 20-minute phone calls with her. If you would like to hear more about the program, her website is myelectricideas.com. Change is really upon us right now as we can kind of feel that fall is coming and that our physical environment will soon be shifting the temperature, the leaves. We're also shifting in our own lives as our children go back to school or if you homeschool, maybe you're starting up again. And as they engage in new activities, I know I have two that have started sports and it creates new schedules, new routines. As they enter into school, they also have new obligations, new relationships. And I know I've been facing a lot of change lately and it's made me just become reflective on it. So I wanted to share some thoughts on change today. And maybe you'll resonate with it as you are going through this transition period as well. So my first thought is that we are constantly changing. I think that sometimes we don't really recognize it or see it. It's kind of like when our baby, we have our children in front of us. And since we see them every day, we don't see them go from like zero to five because we've been with them and they change slowly over time. But if you haven't been with that child, people will see your child and be like, wow, you really went through a growth spurt. We think that our bodies stop changing once we hit a certain age, but it's not true. Our bodies are constantly shifting, changing. Our cells are changing. Maybe you go from a certain hair color to then having gray hair, right? Or you start to have new skin tags or new dimples or whatever is going on with your body. But we change really from like birth till death. We're constantly shifting and changing. The other thought that I had is that when we have big shifts and changes, so this this week uh, we had like construction that was going to be happening. So our, our physical house is actually changing as the kids are also going back to school. Our schedule was shifting that often this brings with it many new thoughts and many new emotions. And so one for me that kept coming up was one, a feeling of overwhelm, overwhelm of everything new that was coming at me but also excitement for what we're creating in our house through the construction. And so I think that change can bring about a lot of different feelings for people. 
can bring about stress or anxiousness. It can also bring about excitement and anticipation. And I think that our children feel this too, as they're experiencing the change of going back to school, especially as they're starting to experience maybe new time constraints or new patterns within their day. I love how Olaf kind of sums this up in his song about change. And he talks about worrying about the notion that nothing is permanent and whether or not he should do he should be worrying about it. And so my third thought for you is that if you find yourself in worry during this uh, time of change, sometimes your mind can just kind of run away with you. It can run away with the thoughts of you envisioning the future or imagining what might happen. And oftentimes it's not necessarily the positive thoughts that we're envisioning, right? It's more like worry or fear and trying to prepare ourselves for something that might take place. And when that happens, our mind can kind of spin out of control and we can find ourselves ungrounded where we're overthinking and ruminating about the future and what's going to happen. We're experiencing anxiety and worry and engaging in whatever drama we're kind of creating in our own head. And when this, (laughs) this did happen for me this past week, and I did some grounding exercises that really helped and I wanted to share them with you. What grounding does is that it can connect us to the present moment without getting lost in our thoughts and emotions. And it helps us to find our inner roots and our inner connection. And one of the best ways to do that is through our senses. When you do that, you come back to the present moment, you come back to your body, and you instead of being in the imaginary state of the future, and envisioning with the worry, you come back to the present where you're safe, you're secure, and things are good, and it helps you to recenter yourself. And honestly, it's kind of like self-soothing, right? Like we talk about allowing our children to self-soothe, although oftentimes we are meant to help them soothe, right? The physical touch from their mother is meant to soothe them. And so for us also, physical touch can be very soothing. One of the, Some of the things that help is to walk outside and feel the sunshine on your face and to feel the grass on your feet. You can actually physically ground yourself by putting your feet to the earth. They say that we are electrically charged with a positive charge and a negative charge, and that when we touch the earth, it realigns us and it realigns our battery. Well, some of the things that I did when I was feeling like I was spinning is journaling. Uh, journaling really helped me to get my thoughts out on paper. It helped me to get my emotions out. It allowed me to express myself and to see kind of why I was spinning and what was going on. I did try meditation and I was having a hard time with my head just kind of going through everything and feeling just still feeling very overwhelmed. In terms of senses, music, music always seems to help because it provides vibration. And this time I listened to, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Theta brainwave music. Theta music, they use it in massage rooms and it helps to calm you down and realign kind of your brainwaves. That really helped to soothe me. And then I've always find that tapping really helps because you're again moving through your thoughts and moving into a new state of thinking while also having the physical tapping on your body. So you're bringing yourself into the present moment, but also moving through whatever is going on for you. And if you're not familiar with what tapping is, you can 
just look it up on YouTube and put in tapping and you'll find a lot of different videos. I'll include one or two in the show notes. My other thought around this though is that it's really important to just be tuning in to how you feel. And I knew, well, I mean, it took me a little while, but I knew that I wasn't feeling great. And I had stepped into old patterns of thoughts and old patterns of thinking, and it was affecting me in other areas of my life. It's really about staying connected to what your energy level is and how you're feeling, which really is what mindfulness is, right? I mean, we talk so much about being mindful lately and then having tools, tools that we can use to shift that for ourselves if we so choose and to move into a different space. My last thought on change is that it is absolutely inevitable and unavoidable. We will be constantly changing and our children will too as they continue to grow and then eventually depart and become adults. I studied Tibetan Buddhism in college and one of the great laws in their culture is actually about impermanence. And the law of impermanence is that everything in material or relative existence is impermanent. Everything is constantly shifting and changing. And I don't know if you've ever gotten a chance to watch Tibetan Buddhist monks do a mandala, a sand mandala. It's absolutely stunning and amazing. But they sit there for hours, days, even just creating these magnificent mandalas with these, uh, just the imagery and the detail. They apparently trained for like three to five years in order to do this in a public setting. And it's these beautiful colored sand um, granules that they build into this magnificent picture. And then at the end, they say prayers into it, like they say all these different prayers into the mandala. And then at the end of it, they basically take a brush and they just destroy it because of the law of impermanence. I mean, they do take the sand and sometimes spread it in rivers so that the prayers can go down and infiltrate kind of the waters. And I know I'm not doing it justice because when you listen to them describe it, it's it's just a magnificent practice. But impermanence is part of being alive and existing. And we get to decide how we want to view that change. How do we want to approach it? And what beliefs do we want to hold about change in our lives? And how do we want to talk about it in our house with our kids? It's interesting because it just came to me that really without change, we are limited in our ability to grow and our ability to expand. But with change, we can move into new things. We can move into new opportunities and into new experiences. I don't think that we can continue to become who we're meant to be without change. It's a vital part to our existence. So as I'm learning to cope with my own change this week, I just want to welcome it and welcome it into my life and kind of shift how I'm feeling about it. I hope this was helpful to you as you're seeing things shift in your own life. And thank you so much for listening. I just appreciate all the love and support. And I hope that you are having a wonderful season of change and that you know that you are a gift to the world. Let your light shine bright today.